Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we talk about how you can create everyday life in utopia, a phrase that I talk about at the end of my book, Happier at Home. I love it so much. This week in honor of Labor Day, we'll talk about making our work lives happier. Hashtag Happier Labor Day. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm in New York City, and with me is Elizabeth Kraft, who is my sister, and in a delightful twist, has become a very happy part of my work life. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A., and Gretchen, I love working with you, which is good, because if if we didn't like working together, we'd be in a a pickle. Yeah. Yeah. And Gretchen, oh my God, we have to announce. Yes. We're so excited because we are going on tour this fall. Yes. We have happier hour, an evening with Gretchen and Elizabeth. It's really more of 90 minutes yeah. than an hour. <laughs> yes. yes, we're using but that. But that doesn't sound as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've got tickets now on sale for San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, Kansas City, our hometown, Chicago, and for Providence, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Charlotte, and Brooklyn, tickets will go on sale next week. Details and ticket links are available at GretchenRubin.com slash events. Gretchen, um, this show is very exciting because we actually show slides of us when yes. we were much younger. Yes. Um, some embarrassing slides. Yeah, yeah. We don't get to do that on the podcast because it's no. audio only, but in the live event, we get to show stuff, which is so fun. There's even music. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, a of. Sort of. If you want to make sure you get notified uh, if we're coming to your city, um, when tickets go on sale and all that, sign up for my newsletter. It's GretchenRubin.com slash hashtag newsletter. Yes, that's confusing. Hashtag newsletter. I send emails to people who live around the cities where we have live shows um, so that they know that we're coming and when tickets go on sale. And listen, if you have a question about anything, always ask the venue. The venue knows much better than I do. Um, so save yourself some time and just ask the venue if there's a, if there's a question. Yeah. Gretchen, last time we were on the road, a lot of people came in groups yeah. like Mothers and daughters, sisters, work friends, yes. girlfriends. Um, it book was clubs. so much fun to meet everybody. So please come, bring your friends. We'll have a great time. We're so excited. Okay, Elizabeth, drum roll. We are going to talk about hashtag happier Labor Day. Um, we have been talking about using the Labor Day holiday as a milestone uh, for all of us to remember to step back, to reflect on how to make work life happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative. Here in the United States, um, Labor Day is a holiday that takes place every year on the first Monday in September, and it was established as a way to make sure that we all remember and honor the contributions and achievements of American workers and everything they do to support the strength, prosperity, and well-being of our country. And we realized that Labor Day, in addition to being a reminder to feel grateful for that, it's also a great reminder to think about our own work lives. Yeah. And by work, we don't necessarily mean paid work. It's whatever you do that shapes the work of your life. Yeah. I remember I once asked Justice O'Connor what she thought the secret to a happy life was, which is a pretty big question. And without like without a pause, she said, work worth doing. And I realized that is a great answer, but you don't necessarily get paid for work, but work worth doing is key to a happy life. Absolutely. And Gretchen, I should mention when you say Justice O'Connor, you're talking about Sandra Day O'Connor. Oh, yeah. You clerked for her <laughs> yes. after law school. Yes, I did. Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. 
Yeah. Now, we talked about this topic last year, too, in episode 184, if you want to listen to what we talked about then. And then, Elizabeth, you guys talked about it on Happier in Hollywood. Yeah, we sure did. In episode 120, we talked about The Beautiful No with Sherry Salata. Um, In her new book, she talks about how getting rejected can lead to the best thing in your life. Um, She was rejected from a job she really wanted And then her next job was working for the Oprah Winfrey show. And of course, she went on to be the executive producer. But if she hadn't gotten that beautiful no, she never would have ended up at the Oprah show. So you never know what's around the corner. Right. It's like sometimes you have to get fired to get hired. Now, I know that the questioners out there are thinking like using this holiday is somewhat arbitrary and it is arbitrary. It's just because (laughs) like Valentine's Day, it's a way to just have a reminder to think about a certain aspect of our life. But the date is not important. Um, It's just whatever it takes, um, whether it's your birthday or you can just like set a date on your calendar. It's just helpful to step back and ask ourselves these big questions because it's very often easy to get locked into sort of managing your daily calendar and not stepping back and thinking about, okay, what are the big things that I should do Mm -hmm. to make my work life happier? Like everything from very small to to gigantic, like a, a career shift. Yeah, Gretchen, one thing we often discuss, which is very relevant to Happier Labor Day, is choose the bigger life. Yes, yes. So if you're looking at your career and you're trying to decide if if you want to go for something bigger, if you want to change, if you want to adjust within what you're doing, how does choose the bigger life apply to where you are? Yeah, now I love this question because sometimes, um, you know, you'll have like a perfect perfectly balanced pros and cons list. And you're like, well, the pros are this and the cons are this. Like, should I go back to grad school? And you're like, there's all these reasons to do it. There's all these reasons not to do it, blah, blah. And you can't decide. If you think, what is the bigger life for me? A lot of times the answer is very, very obvious. Right? Mm -hmm. You remember when we were trying to decide whether to get a dog as a family, for me, I was like, the pros and the cons are perfectly balanced. But then when I said, choose the bigger life, I was like, obviously for our family, the bigger life is to get a dog. And so then then the answer became clear. And you could see this if like, should I switch careers? Should I try for a promotion? Should I go to this conference where I know no one? It's like if you ask yourself, if I'm doing this, am I choosing the bigger life? A lot of times it makes the answer to the debated question more clear. Yeah, Gretchen, when we started this podcast, I thought, I do not know how I'm going to fit this into my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you did have a day job. A <laughs> day job, yes. Um, and it takes a lot of time. Yeah. But I just decided, let me choose the bigger life. Yeah. Uh, I will hope that it all works out. Yeah. Um, and somehow it does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, side note, that is a weird thing about time and, and thinking about choosing the bigger life is that often time is very weirdly stretchy. And when you just all of a sudden have something more to do, somehow it gets done. If you need more time, somehow you find more time. Even though you feel like your time is completely 100% full, I don't know how this works, but it happens to me over and over where I just somehow find the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that's interesting is I feel like doing this podcast has turned me into more of a morning person because mm. <laughs> when we record, usually for me, it's very early in the morning. And yes. even though we don't record every day, yeah. just getting up and working that early in the morning has sort of started me waking up earlier in general. That's so, so funny because I've noticed that about you, that you are more embracing the morning than you used to. I didn't tie it to the podcast. So that's good. Yeah. So Elizabeth, okay, hashtag happier Labor Day. What would make you happier, healthier, more productive, or more creative in your work life, do you think? Well, okay, I've been thinking about this. Um, obviously, on Happier in Hollywood, Sarah and I talk a lot about 
our jobs as TV writers and producers. Yeah. Um, but this year, in addition to doing TV writing and producing and doing our podcast and Happier in Hollywood, I also want to do scripted podcasts. Sarah mm. and I have been talking about this and working toward this um, for some time. And it's basically, it's um, it's like television only. You listen to it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like my favorite scripted podcast I've listened to is Homecoming. I just yeah. love it so much. Yeah. It's a really different experience from watching something on TV just because it's so intimate because it's in your ear. Yeah. And we feel like there's some out there, but there's room for so much more. And given our skill set, it's sort yeah. of a perfect thing for us to do. Yeah. And in an ideal world, we would create podcasts that then could become television shows as well, which right. is what happens with Homecoming that ended up being a show starring Julia Roberts on Amazon. So, you know, doing something like this, it's very daunting. Um, and it would be easy to kind of say we want to do it and not follow through. Yeah. So I'm really trying to take the happier Labor Day um, in and like focus on the fact that I want to have follow through. Yeah, you know, listen, this is great because it's the atmosphere of growth and then it's it's scary. It's acquiring new skills. It's meeting new people. It's learning how to do new things. And yet it really makes sense given that what you and Sarah are really good at doing is telling a story. And that is what this is. It's just a different way of telling a story in a relentlessly entertaining way. <laughs> yeah. And what I love about it, Gretchen, is I feel like I'm stepping into the future. I feel Ooh, like yeah. anything having to do with podcasting is the future. Yes. And it's fun to be part of something that's new. I mean, t television has been around for a very long time. Yeah. Podcasts are just have been around, obviously, for a relatively short time. So it's like the Wild West and it feels like anything is possible so it just it just gets me psyched up. Well, I love this phrase of step into the future because I feel like in a lot of situations, you sort of have to decide, am I going to keep doing sort of what I know well or am I going to step into the future? And a lot of times stepping into the future is it's intimidating. It also might make you feel like, well, I'm just getting slowed down because I'm, I'm like losing some of my efficiency mm. um, or, you know, making things harder. I should just do what I do well. I shouldn't worry about like taking it, you know, in this new direction. And it might even feel like a distraction, like, oh, I'm doing this new thing instead of what I should really be doing my core mm. thing. But it's important to keep moving forward. And it's energizing, too, because I'm sure like you're, you're going to be more energized for your television if you have this other thing that's also an engine of excitement and change and engagement and possibility. Yes. One thing I have learned about myself is I absolutely work better and have more creative ideas and more energy and more productivity when I am living in an atmosphere of growth. Yeah. When I feel like I'm doing something new, um, it energizes my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love mantras and I love choose the bigger life. And I, okay, now we have a new one. Step into the future. My new favorite mantra. Um, other mantras this reminds me of is be afraid and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. One of the ones I learned from you, which is one of my very favorites, which is action is the antidote for anxiety, which it's like yes, if you came from Brooke, our former assistant. Yeah. It's like if you're feeling really anxious, like, oh, we're starting this whole new thing. It's like take action, get stuff done, move forward. Um, and then my, the, my one of the ones that I love that I actually cribbed from Voltaire um, is don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Um, yes. And that definitely applies to our podcast venture because yeah. we could spend forever just yeah. kind of trying to perfect one script. Yes. Um, but you just have to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. If anybody has any mantras, I love mantras. Elizabeth, you love yes. mantras, true rules, secrets of adulthood. So if you have any good ones related to work, um, send them our way. Maybe I'll do like a big wrap up list. That would be great. Now, Gretchen, um, let's hear about your happier Labor Day. What are you contemplating this Labor Day? Well, there's one big thing that happened with my happier Labor Day was last year I talked about how I wanted to do something with TV. And yes. I have made progress on that. So you and I did the WETA Pledge Show together. That was amazing adventure. We had so much fun. So fun. That was an atmosphere of growth. That was like free falling in an atmosphere of growth. Yes, it was. We used teleprompters. We were so official. It was amazing. So that was great. And I'm also have just started as a CBS contributor for the CBS This Morning show, which is very exciting. It's it's going to be the last minute of the show every Monday. I'm just absolutely thrilled to be joining that team and to be doing this. And it's all about, of course, how to be happier. Um, and you could do a lot in a minute. It's amazing what you can do, how much you can pack into a minute of television, um, how much information. And I'm, so I'm just thrilled to be doing that. And so you'll be offering tips and ideas similar to what we do on this podcast. Yes. Every Monday, um, every week on CBS This Morning. So watch, please watch. Um, and Elizabeth, you helped me so much because um, you're much more familiar with TV than I am. And you gave me tons of encouragement along the way in all sorts of ways. So you get a huge gold star for helping me with that. Um, well, Gretchen, you know, I have been saying you should be on TV for years. Yeah, and that's part of what's so helpful because you've been telling me that over and over. I'm like, yes, I can do it. My sister Elizabeth keeps telling me to do this. <laughs> so that's been, yeah, having somebody encouraging you steadily over that way, really that has been very, and you kept it alive in my mind. Um, so I really give you tremendous credit for helping me move forward in that way. Um, and just well, thinking about the possibility. To watch you. Yeah. On the writing front, I was thinking for Happier Labor Day. Happier Labor Day was a great moment for me to step back and kind of think about my work life and what's coming up and what I've done in the last couple of years. And, and when I did that, I noticed this very interesting pattern, which I hadn't quite noticed because like living day to day. So this was a really, really useful and kind of sobering exercise for me. So I was stepping back and thinking about my writing and I realized that I've fallen into this kind of curious pattern. When I was writing The Four Tendencies, I also started working on these kind of side projects that were like little playthings. But then they kind of got bigger and bigger and took on a life of their own and took up more and more time and energy as I went forward. And one became Outer Order, Inner Calm, my most recent book, which was amazing. And that was fantastic. One became my color project. I have an idea for what's going to happen to that, but I can't say yet because I'm feeling superstitious about whether that's going to actually happen. But I haven't forgotten about my color pilgrimage. And so the pattern there was I was working on a big project and then I had two smaller projects that became, that were started out as unofficial and then became mm -hmm. official. Okay. So going forward, my next big, okay, I have not announced this yet. So here it comes. My next big book, bottom drum roll, is going to be about the five senses and the body. Um, so I'm very excited about this. I will talk about more about this at another time. But it's a huge subject. I need to do massive, massive research. And I love the stage of research and learning and searching and analyzing. And I need to buckle down. I need to put the time in. And yet, what, what has happened that is similar to your other pattern? So I somehow, as I was getting going in Five Senses, um, which will not be the title, but that's what I'm calling it now. That's what the name of the document is. Um, I got fascinated with the idea of writing something called Why and How I Quit Sugar. I've been thinking mm -hmm. about this for a long time, but I was like, you know what? 
we, we, I'm just going to, I'm going to just do a little thing about how and why I quit sugar. And it was going to be like this little thing. First, it was a blog post. And it was like a little pamphlet. Now this thing is growing and growing and I'm finding myself putting more and more time and energy in it. Not only that, okay, you know how I love aphorisms, epigrams, secrets of adulthood, Cohen's paradoxes, all that. I've started this obsessively reading and collecting these. I can't even mm-hmm. tell you how many, but like, it turns out there's like this whole literature of aphorisms. I thought it was like a few books. It's like thousands, um, which you can read quickly. That's the advantage of aphorisms, but there are a lot. And I'm writing my own, um, which there's a whole art to writing aphorisms. And so that is taking time because I'm reading them and taking notes on them and writing them and learning about aphorisms and the history of aphorisms. And so Happier Labor Day has just, made me kind of pull back and think, okay, this all feels immensely enjoyable and productive. And these two smaller projects are kind of related to the big projects. So maybe it's all working together, but I do want to be aware of this pattern. Um, I'm really glad that I've picked up on it now before it's sort of taken on a life of its own. Because, you know, speaking of aphorisms, one of my favorite aphorisms that I wrote is Working is one of the most dangerous forms of procrastination. Mm, yes. And I just want to make sure, like, my top priority is writing a big book, you know, and, and I just need to make sure that I don't set up a bunch of side projects, which means that nothing quite gets done. Even though I'm working, 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 I need to be aware of what seems to be happening in my brain and my work patterns so that I make sure that I stay in control of it instead of sort of being unconsciously overtaken by it. Uh, totally get that. And I encourage you to work on your big book. But I do have to say, just as a a fan, a Gretchen Rubin fan, I think people would really want to read about your, your journey with sugar. So yeah. I do think you should write that book. Okay, good, 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 good. Yes. Well, I want to write them all. I want to write it all. It's just mm-hmm. a question of like, you know, not enough time. But as we said, like you're starting a whole new venture too. It's like, you know, Somehow the time comes sometimes, especially if you're really excited about what you're doing. So Elizabeth, you and I have an exciting year coming up um, from this Labor Day to the next. We shall see what happens. Yes, we will reflect on it a year from now. Yes, we will. (laughs) Coming up, we'll hear what our listeners have to say about happier Labor Day. But first, this break. Noom is the habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. Based in psychology, Noom teaches you why you do the things you do and empowers you with the tools you need to break bad habits and replace them with better ones. Because everyone's different, Noom adjusts to your lifestyle. They teach you the psychology behind the decisions you make and then help you keep track of everything from workouts and steps to analyze your diet and recommending healthy recipes. Noom also connects you with a personally assigned goal specialist and a community of other Noomers, so you have all the support you need to empower your change. Gretch, you know, I love Noom. I love all the tools it has, especially the step tracker and the weight tracker. I rely on those every day. Yep, you don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com slash happier. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash happier. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash happier to start your trial today. 
Okay, Gretch, we've been asking our listeners to email us um, about Happier Labor Day, and um, it's fun to hear what other people are thinking about. Yeah, and there have been so many great uh, posts on the hashtag Happier Labor Day. Um, Caitlin had a great idea for Happier Labor Day um, to use it as a time to reflect on what you've already accomplished. This is kind of like, you know, the ta list. She realized that she was having a year of huge success, so she wanted to keep in mind the word bask. I love the word Basque, by the way. Yeah, she writes, this year was a huge year for both myself and my partner, personally and professionally. We've both been working very hard, and Labor Day weekend will be the first vacation we've taken for ourselves all year. On Labor Day, I'll be basking by the water, likely with some kind of adult beverage, and basking in the feeling of hard work and determination paying off for us. So this is wonderful. She's, they're rejoicing in what they've done, getting, giving themselves that gold star. That's fantastic. That is great. Rachel says, love thinking about this. I am a reading teacher and am just one class away from a certification, but have been putting it off. That is what I want to do for Labor Day. Sign up for the class and finalize my certification. It wasn't on my 19 for 19, but that's okay. <laughs> yes. yes, you can do things that are not on your 19 for 19 yes. list. Yeah, but I thought this was a perfect example. This is exactly what we kind of had in mind for hashtag Happier Labor Day, which is like step back and be like, wow, I'm just one class away from, you know, yeah. getting the whole certification. Like, let me get this done and then I'll get this huge boost, you know, but I kind of have to recognize, let me just do it and then I'll be done. Jackie says, I want to pitch more speaking opportunities at conferences and with groups, pitch more articles to publications, create more opportunities for collaboration, write a book proposal and develop a project. She sounds like us. <laughs> In the leadership role I have, I want to create more opportunities for others to shine and really dive into a kinder leadership method. I'm really excited about Brene Brown's new leadership book and my own work using Buddhist ideas around leadership. So this is great because Jackie is thinking about her own work life, but she's also thinking about, well, how could she improve the work lives of the people around her? Um, so that's a great way to do Happier Labor Day. It doesn't have to just be your own Happier Labor Day, but how could you create um, a Happier Labor Day for all the people on your team or in your workplace or in your organization? Yes. Now, Jamie, I, when I read this, I was like, I wonder if Jamie is a rebel. Because Jamie writes, my thought is, it's a holiday weekend. I'm not wasting a single moment thinking about work. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, That's fair enough. Funny. You don't have to do it. You have your Labor Day. Take it or leave it. <laughs> now, Maggie says, I used to have a work rule that I only ate what I brought into work, never food offered to me here. I work in a cancer center and every day drug reps provide either breakfast or afternoon snack, as well as often give special treats to my own department. For example, we have four people who work in the pharmacy, and today we were given four entire boxes of fancy gourmet <laughs> cupcakes. I slacked on my own rule over the summer, but have begun reinforcing it again. My new planner that began in August has a habit tracker and has me all excited about the clean slate feel of a new beginning. So today I'm refusing the hashtag evil donut bringer <laughs> and will not eat one cupcake nor take any home to my family. Well, you know, I appreciate that, Gretchen. Yes, yes. Well, the evil donut bringer is a controversial subject. Um, you and I are very clear on the evil donut bringer. Um, but, um, but I just thought that this, Maggie's idea is really great, which is that part of our work life is how it backs up into our health. And so whatever decision you want to make for your own health is just to think about like, 
could I have a healthier lunch? Do I need to stop going to the vending machine? Like, am I having a frappuccino every day? You know, and every day Mm -hmm. I'm like, ooh, special treat. Today it's a frappuccino, but I've had one every day for the last three months. It's not such a special treat anymore. Um, This is just a good good reminder that Happier Labor Day also includes um, health habits related to work. Yes. And toward that end, Gretchen, you know, we've been working on Sarah's office and the treadmill is back. The treadmill desk is back. Oh, good. (laughs) Slowly getting back into it. You know, takes time to get used to it again, but it's happening. And it's a big health boost in your work life. So that's good. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Barbara raised something that that many, many listeners and readers raised, um, which is uh, retirement and and thinking about how to think about uh, your life once kind of paid work isn't part of it uh, and and organizing your day. Barbara writes, I recently retired, so my work life is now projects I choose. I'm being reasonably intentional about how I spend my time as long as I don't spend too much time on Instagram. (laughs) That's very wise. But that's a great idea because um, retirement really changes people's daily patterns and and how they engage with other people and accountability and all these things. And so a lot of people talked about stepping back and thinking about, okay, how am I getting the most out of my retirement now that I have the opportunity to rethink work? Yes. Gretchen, a great example of this is our Uncle Tom, who once he retired, decided to write a novel. Yes. And um, I believe he's almost done with it. Yes. Yeah. No, he has lots of big projects that he works on. Now, I was very gratified, I have to say, as somebody who's constantly talking about outer order and inner calm, um, that many people uh, mentioned resolutions related to creating more outer order in their work lives. Mm. Many people talked about sort of cleaning at a desk, um, organizing shelves, just getting rid of junk generally, creating better systems. Um, A couple of people mentioned like needing to figure out a system so that you remember what to bring to the office and what to bring home. This seems to be like a common challenge. It's like, you know, I accumulate nine cardigans at the office and have none at home or like all my Tupperware is under my desk. And so now I have none at home, that kind of thing. And then also changes that make the work environment more pleasant, like whether that's getting a better chair or better light or getting a, a phone headset I remember when I got a clip that where I could put my headphones hmm. that just clipped under my desk. This was like the biggest thing that like it was mm-hmm. like revolutionary to me. So it's not always a big thing to make yourself happier Labor Day. Um, sometimes it can be very small. Yes. I cannot wait to see where we are a year from now. <laughs> it's kind of alarming to think about it. Hopefully something will have happened. <laughs> something, will, something will have happened. Um, so let us know what are your thoughts, your ideas, your insights about how to be happier at work. Post it to hashtag Happier Labor Day on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenMovin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes for this episode. This is happiercast.com slash 237 for everything related to this episode. Okay, Gretchen, it is time for a happiness hack. And of course, um, this week it's Labor Day themed. Yes. Because everything is about how to have a happier Labor Day this week. Um, And one thing we heard from many people is that if you're working in a job that for whatever reason isn't fulfilling, it can be great to start a side hustle. Yes, unfortunately to us, we know the expert on side hustles. And so we have decided to call our friend Chris Gillibo. Uh, Chris is the host of the terrific daily podcast, Side Hustle School, um, which is part of the Onward Project family of podcasts, along with Happier in Hollywood and Do the Thing with Whole30's Melissa Hartwig Urban. Um, Chris is also the author of many New York Times bestsellers, such as Side Hustle, The $100 Startup, and Born for This. And his latest book is called 100 Side Hustles. And I will also note that Chris is a rebel in the four tendencies Hmm. framework. 
So, Chris, we're so excited to be talking to you. Hi, Chris. I'm excited to move. Uh, now, Chris, so for people who are working in a job that for whatever reason isn't fulfilling, a great hack is to start a side hustle. And you are the leading expert on side hustle. What have you seen and, and what are some ways to get started if you're thinking, yeah, you know, this might be something for me to do in my work life to be happier at work? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I think a side hustle is for everyone. As you know, like whether you whether you love your job or not, it can just bring this different you know dimension, a yeah. different creative outlet or, or whatever. But uh, as you said, you know there are a lot of people out there working a job that uh, is not very satisfying for whatever reason. Um, and so I think probably the first thing is to just not overthink it. Mm. Um, the first thing is like, what is it that I is there something that I wanted to do for a long time, maybe when I was younger, but I didn't pursue it for whatever reason? Mm. Is there this thing I've been my in my mind, but I keep kind of pushing it away because it seems silly or it seems like, oh, I couldn't do that. Um, is there a way that you can start it uh, without necessarily thinking about like what is the end goal? Mm. Like not everything has to have an end goal. Not everything has to have like a life strategy, especially if it's a side hustle. Like it's okay to start something and it's okay to, to end it. It's okay to do something different. Um, I just think that experimenting or changing your routine um, you know, just doing anything that kind of brings you joy in a different way uh, can only be good for you. Well, you know, that's one of the things I love about your book, The $100 Startup, is you're like, you don't need to have a ton of money. You don't need to have a business plan. You can just kind of see how it goes. Yeah. And in fact, those things can be detrimental. You know, if you have a, if you have a ton of money, you're going to try to find a way to spend it. If you <laughs> spend forever writing a business plan, you know, that, that, that plan may not actually, you know, relate to, to reality, you know, in any way. So a lot of the other people, people that we feature on the podcast are kind of like following this serendipity model in, in a way in which they are doing something that they're, you know, excited about and it ends up uh, turning into a business. So I recently did this story on a woman named Cassinda Maloney, and uh, she was a chiropractor for about 20 years. Uh, she raised a family, uh, but she also had this habit that she followed all these years, um, which I think you'll find fascinating, Gretchen. Uh, she had this habit of every six weeks, she would take a trip. And she planned her whole like calendar around this. Uh, she used frequent flyer miles, like this was her big thing. So some of those trips she would take with her husband, some of them with her kids, and some would just be like her own trip. And this was like something that she did to just, to just kind of you know, maintain that excitement or that adventure. And it was, it was her passion for a long time. And it wasn't something that she was doing to make money. You know, at first it was just like, this is, this is my thing. I like my job actually. It is satisfying, but at the same time, I'm doing the same thing over and over. Mm. And over time, she kind of began to like long for a change, you know? Mm. So she decided to start a travel blog and um, with all the experience that she had. And when a lot of us think about travel blogging, we think about, you know, people who are in their 20s or 30s, and they're backpacking in Thailand or whatever. And, you know, mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. I did that. So you did that. So yeah. <laughs> I did that for sure. But she was, but she was like, you know, I'm a little older. I'm like 50 plus, And I'm not into budget travel at this point in my life. At this point in my life, I'm more interested in luxury travel. Mm. Um, and I've been a lot of different places. And so it was interesting because her blog was very attractive to advertisers and to brands because, you know, it was different. So Travelocity came along and they offered her a $12,000 gig to be like a part-time brand ambassador. And then she was like, well, that's interesting. And you know, I didn't even think about, you know, this whole kind of thing. So she built it out a little bit more. And, and now she's making something like six to $8,000 a month doing these sponsored campaigns, doing press trips, doing some advertising. And it all started with a desire to, to bring excitement into a job or a career mm. that had, had some monotony to it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And what I love about that is it gives her the excuse to do even more traveling <laughs> because now she's actually getting paid for it. That's right. She said, I would be, I would be doing this on my own anyway. 
you know, but now I'm actually having, uh, you know, even better experiences often because you know, companies are, our companies are paying for it. So there's, there's something like that. I think, I think for everyone, you know, it may not be travel, it be something totally different. Um, but there is something like that, that for everyone, if you begin to experiment, if you begin to, to, you know, mix things up and be willing to try something different. And what do you think is the thing that stops people from trying? Like, do you see mm. like sort of negative talk that people do to yeah, I mean, negative talk for sure, or just I, I couldn't do that, or I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think you know, I've talked about this before about, uh, I think some people, especially if they have a family or other responsibilities, like it's it's not fair to other people, oh, you know, for some reason. Yeah. And I think something that you said to me once, or we did a, a like a group conversation, and you brought up this point, you're like, actually, you know, if you care for yourself, uh, you're probably going to be able to do a better job in caring for others, which I thought was so interesting. It was a, it was a great response, and I've used it several times uh, since then. Well, and Elizabeth and I often remark on when you when you have something new in your life, it feels like it would just be a burden, but often it's a source of energy and excitement and this feeling of the yes. atmosphere of growth and new new possibilities. And so it kind of mm-hmm. get, it's an engine for your your day job as well as being this thing that you're doing in addition. It feels like it's just going to yeah. make things harder, but actually it can make your whole life feel more rich and full and, and free. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that a number of times as well from people who said this, actually pursuing the side hustle, just as you said, has ended up benefiting my day job in multiple ways. One through that, that different energy, like you mentioned, but also in, in some ways like making them more attractive to their employer. Because mm, they're less needy, right? Exactly. Like everybody's always worried Oh, if I start a side hustle, like that's going to be threatening to my my employer's not going to like it or what you know. But the but the flip side of it is, um, you know, just what what you just mentioned, Elizabeth, is like the employer is like, oh, this person's actually doing well on their own. They're coming to to work every day because they actually want to be here. That's great. Um, but they're valuable. I, I need to make sure that I can do my part to keep them happy and to keep them productive and engaged. Well, Chris, you've created so many resources for people who are interested in in starting their own side hustles. Um, in you know, in your show, Side Hustle School, the podcast is just so full of information and tips and ideas and just examples of people doing this. It's just like it's the happiest show to listen to because you're like the stuff people come up yeah. with, and then they make it into the side. It's um, it's very cheering. <laughs> to listen to the show. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to yeah. talk about the Onward Project. Yeah, and you're 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 talking about hashtag Happier Labor Day too on Side Hustle School, yep. right? Where where if people want to listen to that, where which episodes? That's correct. I believe we're talking about it in episode uh, 974 and 975. So for Side Hustle School, you can listen to any episode by going to sidehustleschool.com slash the number. So yeah. sidehustleschool.com slash 974. I mean, you're coming up on a thousand, man. That's exciting. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's Damn, wow. yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> Chris, it is always so great to talk to you. And we're very excited because you're going to be our special guest when we do our um, live show Happier Hour in Portland on Friday, September 13th. Ooh, yeah, it's going to be Friday the 13th, but we, we will we, there, we will only be lucky. <laughs> yes, I am excited too. It's always fun to talk to you and uh, I look forward to that event. It's going to be a lot of fun. Excellent. Okay, Chris, thanks so much. Thank you, Gretchen. Thanks. Thank you, Liz. Coming up, we've got a happier Labor Day demerit and a happier Labor Day gold star. But first, this break. Okay, Gretch, it is time for demerits and gold stars, and you have a happier Labor Day-themed demerit this week. Yeah, now this is something I am sure I've given myself a demerit uh, for this before, um, which is, you know, we have a lot of moving pieces right now. We have a lot of live shows. We have a lot of podcast interviews coming up. I have a bunch of projects that are sort of in different phases 
Um, and I'm pretty good at remembering everything. And in a way, that is a, uh, a challenge because I have been over-relying on my brain instead of creating written systems so that I don't have to rely on my brain. And so I think mm. I've been unnecessarily taxing myself and also dropping uh, a ball here and there because I've just been... I've just been out of habit keeping everything in my head. And what I need to do is to put it all on paper and to track it on paper. And that way uh, it doesn't take any, um, any brain power of mine. And so having identified this demerit, I see the way forward to get myself some brain relief. Yeah, well, I have to say, I do the same thing. You know, Sarah can't believe I don't keep to-do lists. Yeah. I will say I've gotten much better at putting stuff on my calendar. So yeah. um, I do feel like I'm now turning into one of those people that checks their calendar every day, which yeah. I never did up until probably two months ago. Well, one of the things is all these live shows. I mean, that is a lot of live yes, shows. It's and it's lot. like, where are they and where are we going? And, you know, when are we going to be in Kansas City? You know, it's like somebody wants. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that kind of maybe for both of us pushed us over the edge of it all has to be written down now. Um, yes. Okay. But so, Elizabeth, what's your gold star? What's your ha hashtag happier Labor Day gold star? Okay. Well, I am giving myself a gold star for hosting at our house um, the first ever Happier in Hollywood Q&A cocktail party. Ooh, yes. Um, it sounded Sarah like so much fun. A, yes, it was so fun. Sarah and I had a cocktail party for 25 of our listeners um, and did a big Q&A session because at our writer's retreat, one of people's favorite things was just the question and answer session we did at night. So we thought, okay, let's have a cocktail party and we'll answer a bunch of questions. And it was so great and loved meeting everybody. Everyone had amazing questions. And it was out very much outside of my comfort zone to entertain. That's yes. part of why I wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is that it's much, it was much easier for me to entertain in the setting of this is for a work-related thing. Mm. Um, and for, you, because I'm comfortable pushing myself out of my comfort zone for work in a way that I'm not in my personal life. Do you think that part of what made it easier was that Sarah was part of it? Like she was planning it with you and, and also wa really wanted to do it? 100%. Actually, Sarah should probably be getting more of a gold star than I am because being Sarah, she did a lot of the work and planning. It was your um, house, so that though. That's definitely huge. made it easier. Um, yes. And the, the truth is, like, she's she was probably more invested in that than Adam would be if we had a party. Like, yeah. he doesn't care about having a party. Mm -hmm. Um, so one thing that helped was that Sarah also equally wanted to do it. So we were partners in it. Whereas I feel like if I did it in my personal life, I was more, I'd be more interested in Adam. So I'd be sort of leading the charge. Yes. And I think I'm more comfortable following the charge. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the more you do it, the easier it gets. That's what everyone tells me. Yes. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to entertaining, hopefully not just professionally, but also personally in the year to come. Excellent. Like you've got a fire pit, like put people around yes. it. That's excellent. <laughs> And that is it for this episode of Happier. Happier Labor Day for all. We hope that hashtag Happier Labor Day has helped you discover ways to be happier at work. Keep posting your ideas and insights. We love to see them. Thank you to Chris Gillibo for talking with us today about side hustles. Listen to his podcast, Side Hustle School. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, our engineer, Bob Tabador, and everyone at Cadence 13. They certainly make our labor easier and much more pleasant. <laughs> yes, they do. 
Get in touch, Gretchen's on Twitter at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. The resources for this week. Again, if you want to keep up to date about when and where we're going on our live events, where to buy tickets in your area, sign up for my newsletter and you will get all the information. You can sign up at GretchenRubin.com slash hashtag newsletter. And remember, September is the other January. If you have that kind of fresh, clean slate feeling, you can get a free chapter from my book, Happier at Home, or you can listen to an excerpt of the audiobook at GretchenRubin.com slash resources. That is a book that begins at September and goes through May to do a happiness project. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and Upward. Gretch, by the way, happy anniversary. It's your anniversary today. It is. It is. We never do anything uh, to, to celebrate our anniversary, but it's nice to know. It's, it's a happy How day. How many years? A lot. <laughs> From the Onward Project.